0: How's everybody doing? Today's shiur is being sponsored The refor Shlema Of Yaakov Yehuda Ben Gittel He's a member of the shear that watches every day Should have a refor Shlema And by Harry Shalom from Los Angeles I think Harry got me these And uh, the, the glasses I don't have yet Somewhere over there so Harry Shalom, sponsored for his grandmother's yard by Hito Bat Chakana, Shom HaShad and Aliyah, and sponsored by Kalman of Five Towns, for Shleim and Ahmed bin Ben Simcha, Ben Esther Miriam Bat, so, so, uh, Rabbo over Shabbos, I had the tzchus of having three yeshiva bochern, and for my son's yeshiva, from Fishers, and one of them is Shimmi. Shimi, gishmaki guy, sense of humor, really gishmaki guy, and he tells me, during the suit he tells me that his father watches every single day, so I said, you know what, Motsi Shabbos would be a nice thing if Shimi says hello to his father, come here, come here Shimi. Oh, Rebelli, Rebelli, how are you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See you. Say hello to your father, say hello to your father. Daddy, we love What's you What's his so name, much. Yankee Klaus. Yankee Klaus. Shalom Aleichem Yankee. Eddie, and share. I, we love you. We are so <laughs> Okay, okay, it's enough. It's enough. It's okay, okay. Adios. <laughs> All right, say, here we go. Uh, a couple of emails here. I have an email from Aaron Rezal. probably wondering, where is he? Dear Rebelli, I'm sure by the time you read this, it'll be Matzah Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. Hope you had a wonderful Shabbos. Ever since the time change in Eretz Yisrael, I've had to miss the live Zoom share and the time it isn't so suitable. Does that mean that Leon is not on either? And if Leon is on, it's a big cash on Aaron Razovsky. okay. Bar Hashem for YouTube, as I always make sure, I make the share during the day, hope to come back soon on Zoom. You know that we're, we're also on for any time, Kala Sean. on the app, Leon's app. What do you mean YouTube? Aren't you buddies with Leon? All daf, no all daf, not nachnesh, just take I can't thank you enough for facilitating my daily dose of the daf, which is always captivating your charts, comments, and your way of giving over the daf is so inspiring. Your ability to go day to day with such freshness is inspiring and encouraging. Zayt Aaron. South Africa. Who else? Oh. And from Philip Ratzlavsky. I think that's how you pronounce it. D-P-M-F-A-C-F-A-S. You know what that means? I don't know. It means that he's a surgeon of some sort. A uh, doctor, I believe. Thank you for starting the eight minute daf again. I missed you between daf 40 and 89. I didn't realize it's that much. Wow. Alright, listen, we could all do chuva. We all fall off once in a while. Some of you not so much as others, but even I fall off the bandwagon, jump right back on. I use you as my chazar for what I'm learning in the morning. Thank you for the hard work that you put into it. Philip Ratovslavsky, something like that. Okay, Yishikar, Philip. Today is Daf Tzadik Zayn. In fact. We are holding enough tzadikzeit, believe it or not. Four lines down, shitsi itzbi simon. So, we are discussing if a person finds tefillin on Shabbos, and the Mishnah says if he finds older tefillin, he could wear them. How many? One, two pairs? Where's the tefillin he sight? He saves them. If they're newer tefillin. You can't, you can't save them. We were talking about perhaps somebody made a tefillin in the Kamea. If you recall, we had the Sugio with Antonio Brown with the tefillin. As hell. Kids, is it hard to make tefillin? Not hard, great. Shalom Aleichem, Josh, I read a great email from your father the other day. You heard it? Josh Reimer, Shalom Aleichem. We're talking about tefillin... That have ritzuios, and they have the knot in the ritzua. In other words, the problem here is not so much. You might be picking up a pure tefillin that it's kameya; it's not really a tefillin. We're talking about a different problem. Can you make a knot on Shabbos? You can't make a knot on Shabbos. So if it has a knot, then you could wear it on your hand and on your head and take it out. But if it doesn't have a knot, you can't save it. You might make a knot. It's also it's a av melacha. And it has the Ritsua inside, but it's just not tied yet. And that's the an Isadarais at the tie. And the Kuliyama, Nobody's crazy enough to take a piece of leather and shape it in a, in a square, a perfect square like a tefillin, in order to put his amulet inside. That, that we're not concerned. Omer of Chizda, Zeisemeres, Aniva Psula, But what about a bow tie? What about, you know, those easy knots that we make on our shoes that you're allowed to make on Shabbos? Why can't he just do that? The answer is, he could. But it's not tefillin. For tefillin, you need a serious knot. But I'm trying to save the tefillin, so do a temporary knot. No, then it's not tefillin. It's only tefillin when it's halachically kosher to wear. Then it becomes a tachshit, and then I can take it out. But to make a fake knot, that's not something you could do. So Abaya says that there's another problem. If you make a temporary knot, like a bow on a shoe, according to Rebihudah, that's this, there is, proves from here, very interesting. Just I thought I would bring it out. Do you know that there's a havamina? you might have to do all the knots of your tefillin every single day? It says, Taisis, from here you see you don't have to. Baruch Hashem for that. The shachas will take like two hours every morning to make the kesha shal roish, kesha every day. vok so it comes out That's only, according to Abayah, it's because making a knot is a problem on Shabbos. But without that, you would be able to make some sort of temporary thing. So I brought it in case you don't know what it looks like. Let me show you real quickly. It's very important. Every tefillin has this. We have the shin right over here. The shin. We have the dalid right over here. It looks like a dalid. And I asked somebody. I saw somebody in shul and he had a perfect square. She so said, no, that's two daleds from both sides. But anyways, this is a dalid. And then we have the yod. And this is the yod right over here. This is the kesher of the yod. Together, Shin, Dalet, Yud, is the name of HaKadosh Baruch And that is Halacha Moshe Misinai. Moshe Rabbeinu on Sinai was told by HaKadosh Baruch that that's how tefillin have to look. They have to have a Shin, they have to have the Dalad, and they have to have a Yud. So this not, right over here, is not a joke, it's not a... I'm gonna put it on so I give him a This is Allah HaMoshim Sinai. This is a Deir So you can't just make a bow and, and, and say, oh, I was yaita." It has to be a knot in a specific way. It's be a real knot. What's that? The these, Yoytzer says it's talking about this, the shin, right over here, is on the outside. It's not inside, it's on the outside. Lebar. It's very interesting, I noticed. The Unbelievable, Allah, that when we were learning it, and I, I want to repeat it, that according to the Vilna Gai, and according to the Gura, there's no mitzvah of Zekeli van Ve'yu on the, on the parishes I believe, that's what we learned. I remember something about Rabbi Tam and the Gura, I have to look it up again. Don't, Right. I'm pretty sure the Goyin says that Zekke Van is now the of so the You should have a nice little a nice cessary. Those are from Mitzvahs that you could see. But since the tefillin, the parishes are buried inside the bar, it's very nice over here. But in Yihayem, the beauty, the bar, has to be on the outside, not on the inside. On the, on the, on the, on the outside. Another thing that comes to mind is the famous Mice of the Villeneuve. The Goyen was once attacked by Goyim or attacking Jews, and he came out, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what the going says, yeah, that's exactly it, it was a big shocker when we learned it, we were learning, I think we learned it in, uh, in Brachas, but yeah, it was, I was very, I was very, uh, very upset, because, Opposite. I spent much more money on the parishes. You get the best cypher, Quick world is not such a big. uh You know. And, okay, get something kosher. You put it in the boxes. Yeah, the boxes is, is, is no. Exactly. Oh, that was the point. Yeah. But the guy came out with this villain, and the guy ran away. So he said, "What's pshat?" He says, it says in the pasuk, "Vero kishem Hashem Nikra alecha." They'll see. And the Gemara and Brachas and Davav says, Eilu Tfilin Shebarosh. So they asked him, but we also wear Tfillin. And they didn't run away from us. So he said, it's Tfilin Shebarosh. Not Shell Shelroish. And it's very interesting because Rashi right here on the spot says, So now the story makes a lot more sense. Rashi says Shelroish. But he's not quoting exactly what the Gemara over there says. And and that's that's a that's a diuk of the Gain. Rashi says tefillah shorayish because that's what, what it means. It's tefillah shorayish. But over there the Gemara doesn't say tefillah shorayish. It says tefillah shebarayish. It's what's in your head. Everybody can wear tefillin. Tefillin doesn't save you. It's if you have the right kavanah shebarayish. What's inside your head, then they it works to get rid of the gaiin. So, as the Gemara, it's much that if I just take my ritus, I do some sort of temporary knot, I'm yoitzav. Whoa! How could you temporary not? It's alocham Hashem Says the Gemara, the anav loh keng shir to do. Okay, you have to do it. You can't just uh, shoelace it. You do something temporary that's a kshira, that that looks like the kesher that we have. Very interesting. I mean, I don't think that would work today. But you got a guy that's known. He's not known to be a tefillin guy. He's not a professional. You're trying him out for the first time. You're the first. You're the guinea pig. What do you do? He's not a mumcha. Maybe he knows how to write. Maybe he doesn't know how to write. Maybe he knows the office, Maybe not. So we have to create a chazaka here. Chazakah, typically, is, th- is three times. So what do we do? We check two tefillin of, of one, and one of the other. Either two of Reish, one of Yad, or two of Yad and one of Reish, for a total of three. And then we could assume that this guy knows what he's doing, continue buying tefillin from this guy. You're buying from one person? Why do you need two and one? Check three pairs of Tfilm sheroish. He knows what he's doing, so you can buy Tfilm from him. And if you're buying from two or three different people, then you didn't establish a chazak on them. You established khazak chazak on tefillin. What does that have to do with the individual? Each and every one, you'd have to check three tefillin. Of course, we're dealing with one person. And, as everybody would think to themselves, you have to do some sort of check to make sure he knows the Yad and knows the Rosh. It's two different types of filling But you don't need three of each. You need a three total for the Chazakah. You need one of each. All you need is one each. He did well. And a total of three Chazakah. Very interesting kind of Chazakah. I need at least one of each. But that's not enough. Two is not enough. I need to do a chazaka. Three total tells me that this guy is good in tefillin, and in fact, he's good in both yad and rosh. Because I checked one of each. <speaking in Hebrew> you don't need one of each. You don't need a. T- it's either three shalyad or three shol rosh. It doesn't mention anything one and one. My lab, either three just of Yad or three just of Rosh, but you don't have to mix them. Lai. it means Shalish Mehem, Shal Mehem, Three. Some of them are Yad, some of them are Rosh. So two and one, or one and or one and two. But at the end of the day, Rav Kahana says you only need to check two, one and one, one Rosh, one Yad. You don't need three. Hamani Rebihi, the famous Rebbe who argues on his father when it comes to Chazaka, Reb Sheming Leal. Either we are familiar with Chazaka means three, but Rebbe, the author of the Mishnah, he says only two. Two times Chazaka in the famous case Rashi brings, a woman was married and her husband died, and she got married again. She's a Katlanis. She's a woman who kills her husbands. Not literally with a gun, but she causes their death somehow. Maybe she aggravates them so much and they die. Who knows? The bottom line is she cannot get married any, any longer. Two times is, by the way, her voice. This is huge. Yoni Meisels is on. Yoni Khap, what this means to me. You don't even Okay. Tremendous, tremendous. Yoni, shalom Aleichem I miss you. You have no idea. Yoni is a money changer in Ramah B'Cheb. She can't come to the shrine anymore in the morning. But the entire day, no matter when you go into that money-changing place, he's watching the shir, unbelievable. Or oh, he's doing the daf. I shouldn't say he's watching daf; but he's doing the daf. in between customers, always learning Torah. Two times is enough. So mailer of Kahano says you only have to check two fill one yad, one rush. That's all you need for a chazak. rebi Ema Seifa. If it's Rebbe that says that all you need for a is twice, it says, We had that word, we'll talk about this word later. If you have a pile of tefillin, a whole bunch of tefillin, a whole, what is it called? A bunch, a nice amount. So you have to check, The second bundle, The third bundle. Why third bundle? All you need to do is check one and one, and one and one. In other words, two from one bundle, two from the second bundle. According to Rebbe, Chazaka is two. So where do you come up with three bundles? Why three bundles? There's no Chazaka of three, Chazaka is two. So two bundles. Check two bundles, and you're good to go. At the end of the day, bundles are obviously different. Why? They betrayed Every bundle comes from somebody else. Oh, so if it comes from somebody else, what good is it to check three bundles? If you have ten bundles, it came from ten different people. So each person has to be checked. Think about it. Rabbi is of the opinion that chazaka is twice. So Rabbi says, if you have bundles, check three, meaning... Go beyond my chazaka. Two is not enough. Two is always enough when you know what's going on, when it comes from one person. So you check, but if, it's, if it comes from different people, check three. In other words, check four, check five. It's unlimited. Three just means, according to Rabbi, that there's no chazaka. Since two is a chazaka, so three is not a chazaka. So if you have three bundles, check all three. If you have ten bundles, check all ten. You can never... It's not enough, it's not, like I heard in Kashros, like certain organizations, they'll, and I think this is probably halakhically okay, you check, let's say, five boxes of lettuce, I'm just throwing it out there, Rabbi Shomer will tell me if I'm right or wrong, you try, whatever it is, you do some sort of, you, you, you have 100 boxes of lettuce, you check a certain amount of them. then you know the rest are good. That's in lettuce, that's to see if there's bugs, that's, a, nothing has bugs, so the rest doesn't have bugs. We're talking about filling that are made by 10 people, so just because I checked three of them and they're 100% kosher, what does that have to do to the rest, to the seven other ones? Maybe those don't know what they're doing. Maybe they don't know how to write. Maybe they're not. So you have to check every single bundle that comes from another person, obviously. Why did he say three? That we're not talking about chazok here. It's more than, it's beyond chazok. And therefore, so you have to check the fourth and fifth bundle. So now we just have to go to the words of the Mishnah. If you find a Tzvatim, or a krikhais, what's the difference, what, what does it even mean? Or or Rav, it means the same thing. They're both bundled. Different types of bundles, not nafkimina la'alacha, Tzvatim zavi zavi. Krikhois yikrikhen tuva. Tzvatim means that it's, they're bundled nicely. A Torah appears. Torah with a rubber band, and then take, he takes a nice uh, giant rubber band and puts it around all his peers. Peer, peer, peer. They to, I guess everybody's wearing Philip in those days. They were doing a lot of business with Philip. is just a giant bundle. This is what you found. Now you have a problem. So, what do you do if you find a giant bundle? So, the mission says all you do is you have to sit there. Think about it. Rabbi Isai, what happens if you're like this guy that I know from Chicago that found. Over a million dollars in a box in his hotel. Owns a hotel. They arrested some guys. They took them out to the room. Over a million dollars in a box. What do you do? You find that you're walking down the street. You find a box of cash. So, besides going to the police, for whatever reason, you want to keep the cash. It's on Chavez. What do you do? I think that's the only Eitza. You have to sit there, sit there and wait. No, no, it's okay. I got this. I got. It. Everybody comes by. No, it's fine. It's fine. I just have to. Whatever. It's a little heavy. I'm going to wait it Wait it out. You sit there for twelve hours until Shabbos is over. So, if you come upon a bunch of tefillin, you have to wait it out. You have no choice. I, your mishpacha is waiting for you. They'll figure it out later. Machshachaleim. But we have eight in the mitzvah. Put a pair of tefillin on. Run home. Keep on going back and forth. You're right. If you can do this before nightfall, great. So do the 8th of the Mishnah. The problem is, problem is, you live 35 minutes away from where you found them, and there's 30 pairs. What are you going to do? If you're going to start wearing pairs, pe- Shabbos is going to be over by the time you finish. So, so why, why would you save half of the tefillin Bring them home when you can just save all of them right here. You're not going to get to bring them all back. You're not going to save them anyway. So, if you can't save them, then you don't have the right to save one. The whole point of saving one is because it's a design for the tefillin. See, we gave you, we made a special kula, you could save it. Put it on, go. It's Shabbos. We don't wear tefillin on Shabbos. We do wear it For this, save it. But, but, but you're not going to publish anything anyway. You have to remain there. So you sit there, don't try to save anything. You don't have the right to save even one pair. Just sit there until then the end of Shabbos. Says the Mishnah that when there's a danger, you cover it and you run. There's another etzah. If it's in time of danger, lift up the tefillin. Walk less than eight feet, less than four amas. Stop. And repeat. Keep on doing this until... Either they bring you to the base of Shugayim, some guy sees you walking at that, they call the, the, the caps on you, or you you make it home. But why do you why do you just cover it with something and run? There's a big nafkamina. If, according to the second and Rashi, his preferred and almond Beis, if the goyim, they say whoever's called with filling dead, like in the time we had uh, what was his name, Balchon of Fayim. He, you get the death penalty if you wear tefillin, he put them in his hand, whatever. So we're talking about if you caught with tefillin, you die. So, then you don't want to pick up the tefillin and run home. What you do is you cover them so it should be less of a bazillion, less of a, a problem with the tefillin over Shabbos, the animals might take, might take longer to get to it, whatever, and you go. Hobbes HaKonis them. But what he says that you should go 4 four is that if you get caught, you're not going to die. You just try to save it from the guy that are the, the, the robbers, the highway robbers. So, Mela, that you could do 4 Amas. 4 Amas, returning to that, Tzadik Zayin Omid Beis, a memory of my mother, Shandel Bad Aaron Hirsch, and Bracha by her son, Dr. Alan Listaps. Sponsored by the Austin and Tobias grandchildren, Lil Lishmas, our Bubby Zissel Bass. Chaim. Oh yeah, buy you top of the tzaddik Zion on the base? May I What happened? Oh, the Mayo Kim keep the lemasnisen? B'skanos goyim. E'maseif. So you're telling me you we're talking about goyim, and when we were learning the Mishnah, Rashi in the Mishnah says list them but you tell, you're telling me that the problem is that the guy are going, going to kill you remember that trick? you line a bunch of people up and you take the tefillin and each person passes it to the other imagine if a, a cop is walking down the street and he sees 75 humans standing still and they're doing something like, isn't that going to grab his attention? he's going to kill all of them of course it's going to draw attention says, when do you cover it when your word for your life oh and that's why Rashi in the Mishnah says well, although Rashi in the Mishnah didn't say it on this okay fine Kasha why didn't they list them. So he doesn't say it on the Dalet right Okay But now, because I did that, I lost my piece Here we go So anyway, there are two parts in the Mishnah If it's a Sakana Sinafashis, you cover it If it's not a Sakana Sinafashis It's just a Sakana of the design of the tefillin Then you can carry it less than four Amas has a different idea. Pass it one one guy to the next. So Tanakam holds that doing less less than four amos is better. The amos It doesn't look so good. Before we were saying afsham of the sakana that it's gonna bring attention to the Goyim and the Goyim will kill everybody. Or what we were saying, it's gonna bring attention to Jews who see you're doing a weird thing on Shabbos, you're carrying on Shabbos. It's not nice for Shabbos. No, it's better to do it with a bunch of people. If you say, you give them this idea, walk less than four Amos. Now, what's four Amos? After a couple blocks, you're going to get sick and tired of it, and you're going to start stretching a little bit, and you're going to forget where you are. You're going to forget if you're going, or you're stopping, and you might bust the four amas. It's more of a shash. So it's better to pass it one person to others. So this is it's Shiloh. The mechleikah says, what's better? This doesn't look good for Shabbos. And, and the dalad amas, you're probably going to break it in the middle. So in Melo, we have a shailah. You can do the same trick: pass the little baby, the infant, from one person to the other. What in the world is a baby, child, an infant doing in the middle of the field? Now, if you brought him there on purpose, so it's your it's your problem. Why are you schlepping people into your problem? So what happened there? Says the mistake? She didn't want to. She was walking. She delivered the baby there. So now the question is, how do we get the baby home? So what's the and How come the mission says on this right, by tefillah and it doesn't say how much? It doesn't say even if it's a hundred people. It says You can do from friend to friend. All of a sudden, when it comes to a baby, oh, uh, even a hundred. What's the what's the difference? Tell you why. You know, this kid grows up and they ask you, how come your head is all messed up? It's because when I was a baby, they passed me one to the, and each guy gave me a little kvetch. One more. A kvetch ahin, a kvetcher. Oh, what a cute guy. The kids are. It's terrible for the infant. It could kill this little infant. So I would think that I shouldn't be makbid. Do something else. It's still better, even though it's a little bit hard on the baby, it's still better than carrying Dalit Amas. So. If you're paying attention to the Mishnah, I probably said a terrible shot over there. Said a chavez. You could even pass a, a barrel of wine. That's not what's going on here. You could do it with, with a barrel. Ask the Gemara. Let's say you borrow something from somebody on Yontif. Not necessarily Yontif, but it's better on Yontif. This is what people do on Yontif, really. I borrow an animal on Yontif. I borrow a pat on Yontif. So we learned this. The path could only go as far, as far as the owner of the path is concerned. In the Mishnah we learned, it says, And it says in the Mishnah, the continuation is, Even if it goes out of the Tchum. But we know, we learned the Mishnah, That what? that the pot and the animal they have they are limited to where the owner lives not to where the borrower lives so the borrower cannot go and schlep it out of the tchum of the owner so why why could why could you schlep this barrel it's a major question why can i take this barrel out of the tchum so the gemara has a number of answers here so Sava. So said in the name of the levi the elder we're not talking about the actual barrel. We're talking about what's in the barrel. The wine, the, uh, the, the water, not the wine. The water. Incredible. Review the holds. They don't have enough mamish, sustenance. What, I don't know what the word is. They don't have... The, physically, halakhically, they're not there. Why? In other words, when it comes to tchum, there's no, there's no tchum on water. So if I grab water in my hand and I brought over the tchum, I'm not over. It's so not reviewed. The point of the when it comes to women borrowing ingredients, if one of the ingredients, water is not a problem. There's no tchum to the water. Now, zu says in the mishnah, this shouldn't go. This barrel shouldn't go it's not talking about the barrel itself it's what talking about what it contains the water inside the barrel shouldn't go says the this is incredible who told you that water doesn't have a tchum Rabbi Huda was talking about when the water is mixed in ingredients it's part of it's part of a dough? What? You're looking at water, it doesn't have a tchum, why not? Why is it different than anything else? And I'll prove it to you. When it comes to cooked food in a pot, Omer Ebed battling, this is a tchum. Why? Because you have food here, Beinayu battling. So when the water is not cooked into something else, it's not mixed into something else, it's just there by itself, certainly you can't just ignore it and say, oh, you can carry it over the tchum. The water and the salt are bottled to the dough, the gravy doesn't allow it to become bottled. So if gravy that contains water, and the water in the gravy is not bottled, and it has a tchum. So certainly, water itself should have a tchum. So first of all, interesting case. We're talking about the barrel was there before Shabbos, so it has a shvisa. This is its place. It resides right here, this barrel. The barrel is empty when Shabbos came in. They took the, they, they drew water on Shabbos. We learned the whole sugya. If you have these a box above, below, you're allowed to draw water on Shabbos. he draws water on Shabbos, puts it in the barrel. So now there's no. You, you can't tell the water oh, You have you have shvisa. You have to be right over here. He has a different chum the water than the barrel. The badla is the mayim. If you learn mesekh the Shabbos, not not going to be a big shock to you. This is the concept that what's the ichor here, why do you have a barrel, why do do I have a cup, the cup is nothing, I don't want to bring the cup out of the tchum, I want to bring the contents of the cup, I want to bring the water out of the tchum. So what happens is that the the barrel that's holding the water is nothing compared to the water, it's a bottle to the water, and the water is not, it's not limited by the tchum of the barrel because the water didn't exist before Shabbos, you just drew it on Shabbos. And a great example, says the not a human being, we learned, you're not over if you carry because since it can repos- a human being helps you carry him. He can reposition himself on you, it makes it easier, lighter, whatever the pshat is. Dead, dead weight is different than live weight. So we learned, so since the human being is the Iker, and the bed that you're carrying him on it is Tafel, and on the human being, you're not over, why? Because chay says says So if you lift up a human being with a bed, and the bed is bottled to the human being, you're not over on carrying the bed either. On the human being, you're not over because chay says says And the bed is just carrying the human being. It's unbelievable. So you're not over on carrying a bed with a person on it. If the bed is only there to carry the person. If you're trying to get your bed from one house to the other, and you put a human being on it, it doesn't work. It only works when the item is the ikker and the, and the thing holding the item is the toffel. So in this case, the water is the ikker, the barrel is the toffel. The, the human being is the ikker, the bed is the toffel. So the toffel becomes bottle. And I'm not even over. So over here also, I have water inside a barrel. The water wasn't here before Shabbos, so it's not kind of shviz in that place. And I may like to take it out of the trub. I, the barrel just left the chum. the barrel is bottled to, to, uh, what do you call it, to to the water. Okay, we're holding by the wide lines, where it just becomes wide. If you take out food, now, if you carry food on Shabbos, you're over on carrying the food. But if it's less than the shear of a gregeras, so you're not on the food because it's less than a shear. What about the cle that's holding the food and it's more than the shear? That kli becomes pot, bottled to the food, and now I'm not over on anything. Says the Gemara. We had the shayara. Shayara is the caravan a bunch of people. Rashi points out that the Shayara, they got stuck, Erev Shabbos, they got stuck somewhere, so they're anusim. Nebuch, they don't have, they don't have water now. Now they're not going to die. They're going to die, there's no questions. They're not going to die, they're going to be a little, uh, it's going to be a little hard, for them much and they are in a situation of ainus. It happened by mistake, they didn't realize how late it was, and they got stuck. So, what they do is, Dafkin, a case of a Shayara, So then we can do this trick. I go from one person to the other. Ask the Gemara, Shayara in, Shayara Why is it mentioned in our Mishnah? I can get away with this trick, with the Chavez and the whole thing. It only works in a caravan. Okay, so one shot is, you're right. So, we have to explain in the Mishnah we're talking about a caravan. No, that's a little bit of a doichak. doesn't mention anything about a caravan. This pshat that we just said that the water was drawn on Shabbos is only in our case. But in the case of a shayara, I could get away with haveri l'chaveri even when the water was drawn before Shabbos and the water was koinoshvisa and there's a problem of tchum, I could still get away with carrying it haveri l'chaveri because it's a shayara. There's no, there's no tchum at all. The barrel is no one's, the water is no one. So there's no tchum. So who argues in that? No tchum. So no tchum. So why, why can't you carry? What's the problem? And who argues? <laughs> is that true? The barrel was coined its own, this is where the barrel is. And it doesn't have an owner, but in terms of the barrel, the barrel can't move out of its tchum. This is a tchum. Every object in the world has a tchum, says Rabbi ben Uri. So the problem is, says the Gemara, What's the problem? It says the word Bailam. Bailam indicates to us that it's not hefker. Somebody owns it. It says in the Mishnah, This shouldn't be able to go. They, argue Yehuda. they shouldn't be able to take it out of the, out of the tchum further than the owner is able to go. Oh, bailam pretend that this is a kli that has an owner, and a cle that has an owner has a tchum, this also has a tchum, even though it's hefker. doesn't mean that this this particular kli has, has a bai'lim. It means, in general, every kli in the world is like it has an owner, and it's limited to a tchum. We're just going to do this Mishnah, and that's it for tonight, and we'll see the rest tomorrow. It's like a, a story in suspense. We'll see what the pshat is here. We had this Mishnah. Yeah. The very, very good point. Imam is on a roll here. No pictures today. Why, but he, but he, he's not the first time. Yeah. Ah, Herman but I see Leon is on so that means we have a problem with Rozovsky. he says he can't he's in South Africa Kilo, like he doesn't have that there's other people in South Africa watching and we chapt him in a problem you hear you hear Leon he tells me he's in South Africa he can't watch this year so I you know if nobody else from South Africa is watching I would believe him but Leon is is Milammet is, is for all the people in South Africa that you have to watch I don't have the chance but here's another binder over there. You see that binder? is ganz geschmack. Fat, thick, full of tyre. Okay. So, who else do we have here? Levy. Okay, fine. I have to go to another one. Shmuel Weffer. Shamalaikhim Shmuel Weffer. Warren Carlos. Joe Schreiber. Now I see you. Shamalaikhim was beautiful email. Ellie Levy. Mati Mildorf is not in America. Are you in America, Mati? you bag. back, I see Israeli windows behind you. Got back, here in Bidud, whatever it is. I'm back, yeah. Shalom Aleichem, welcome back. I'm Moshe Pashke. Shalom Aleichem. All right, in five I... We had this Mishnah and finally it arrives here in Shas. It's so gishmak, like we're at a point in Shas where we're learning Mishnahis that the Gemara is brought before. Like we're learning in Mesech the Shabbos, we learned this. I don't have the picture because we have a much better picture. But in the eyes of a Hader, you know what, maybe I'll see if I'll, I'll remind you, if I can find it here. Where is this picture? I didn't like this picture so much. Oh yeah, here.